Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. And I love it because Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources that were once reserved for big businesses. So upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. I don't talk about it a ton, but I have a fishing company. Five years ago, actually five years ago this month, my best friend Aaron and I started a bass fishing weight company called Woo Tungsten because woo is the sound you make when you catch a giant bass. So we sell tungsten weights for bass fishing and Shopify has made it so incredibly easy. They have all the tools and the resources that we need. No matter how big or small your business is, they just make it so effortless. And like mine, Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale. And you can reach customers online and across social networks with their ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. And you can gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond, which is something we use a ton. More than just a store, Shopify grows with you. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business today with Shopify. Go to shopify.com slash bluewire right now. You'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Shopify.com slash bluewire. Yo, yo, what's going on, my good people? Happy Thursday. What's this? February 3rd, Black History Month. Um, Yeah, man, we got a, a good show today, man. We got a lot of good stuff to talk about. Um, I was out there in Senior Bowl earlier this week, so we're going to talk about that a little bit. Obviously, we got to talk about um, what's going on now, Brian Flores, um, allegations, um, you know, against Stephen Ross, the Miami Dolphins. Um, we got Hugh Jackson um, coming in saying the same things. Uh, so we got a lot, a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, I got D-Buck trying to get this internet uh, together. You know, um, it's crazy, man, how, how it comes back around. You know, it used to be all the spectrum jokes, all the spectrum jokes. Now my, my guy D-Buck struggling. But uh, again, man, it's going to be a good show. You know, as always, man, we're going to shoot the shit, man. We're going to talk about, you know, what's going on. We got the Pro Bowl this weekend. Um, they got the Skills Challenge live today. Um, then obviously, you know, we talk about the matchup, Super Bowl matchup. Um, Cincinnati Bengals, um, Los Angeles Rams, you know, all that good stuff. But I think uh, my guy, D-Bud, he's going to tap in with us soon. Hopefully, y'all having a good week. Um, my guy, Maul, said Marvin Lewis just spoke out this morning. I didn't see that. Definitely interested to see what he's talking about. But um, it's a crazy, crazy world, man. But as we all know, this is not something that's new to anybody that's um, that's – that's been watching the sport and it's something that I think we all been talking about need diverse, more diversity at the top, um, ownership, uh, GM and head coaches, man. So, 
uh waiting to, to get deep butter in here obviously we want to hear you guys opinions on what's going on um whether we agree we disagree is one thing about this show we can agree to disagree and, and keep it moving but we're gonna we're gonna keep it a buck at all time so again man y'all 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 tap in with us rock with us as always um we're gonna get on deep butt back pause when he get in here that garbage uh <laughs> that garbage in that so here we go man we're gonna start this countdown baby Yo, yo, we back. We back at it. Um, man, what's good? Again, man, happy Thursday. We uh got a good show for y'all, man. Well, I got a good show for the for the time being to my, my co-host D Buck get in here. Um again, man, a lot of talk about. Um happy Black History Month. So really Black History Year, but obviously we dub February as um black history month um a lot of good things a lot of great people um impacted this world impact what we going on right now um you know pioneers black black men black women um one of the good things today february 3rd 1920 negro league baseball was founded um and as you know man a lot of a lot of great um you know, athletes, baseball players coming from the Negro Leagues. Obviously, we have a lot of pioneers, Jackie Robinson, um, that made a lot of noise and did a lot of great things, bring a lot of uh, light um, to the sport. So just some some facts. Um, got my guy, Satchel Page. Was a monster out there on the diamond. Um, also... Josh Gibson. Indianapolis. What was they what was their team name? Dope pitchers. Dope pitchers. Also today, in 1903, Jack Johnson became the first black heavyweight champion. And as we know, he was <laughs> doing that lumber. Um but dope stuff, man. Dope stuff. Dope stuff. Um, but again, man, as we go throughout this month, man, we definitely going to be bringing some stuff, Black History Moments um, and stuff like that. So 5G's Wrecking South Florida. <clears throat> Question. Let me get this. Uh... Gunner Mooney, AB, what do you know about Alan Williams, the Bears, New D.C. from Indy? Man, Alan Williams is my guy. Uh, when I got to Indianapolis in 06, Alan Williams was my DB, my secondary coach, man. Um, we was together, I think, for six years. And um, 
solid, solid dude. Solid dude knows his stuff. Very detail oriented. So I know one thing, um, he's going to have that defense flying around. Um, if there's anything, how, you know, when we talk the way he wants his DBs and secondary flying around, um, I forgot what year it was, but he was in, uh, he was a DC once before Minnesota Vikings, uh, when Leslie Frazier was the head coach. So again, man, Alan Williams, man, Chicago, y'all got a great dude, a great coach, great man, great family, man. Um, I think he's going to do some good things out there with that defense. That defense already has um, a lot of talent, uh, talent out there on that side of the ball. So to see Allen Williams get this job, um, him being able to come in and implement his defense, coming from a good culture, I'm excited to see that move. And that was a good move by head coach, obviously coming from Indy. Allen Williams is following him there. So uh, good move, man. Gunnar Mooney, Allen Williams is a good one. He's a good one. <clears throat> yeah, Molly Mo. We gotta we're gonna get that. We're gonna get that, man. Uh, I think as we all know, D Buck, man, he'd be a good, a good ad for the Indianapolis coach, whether it's that DB, um, the DB coaching job or that uh the DC, man. Either way, man, I got he'll be a, a good candidate for that. <clears throat> Brad Richardson, AB, why head coach hire do you think will succeed the most? Um, let me think. We got we got a hire out there in Chicago. We got a hire in um hmm got Chicago. Hmm. We still got a few few openings. We got the I don't know about the Saints, Nakiba. Um hmm, that's a good question, Brad. Um I like I like Chicago. I don't think I like that as the most. Um I don't know. Let me let me think of that, Brad. And I'll um I'll get back with you. Keep keep tuning in onto the show, man. I, I'll get back with you with a, with my answer. Um Stanley, Rams OC going to the Vikings. Yeah, man, I, uh he was on the roster in San Francisco um when I was there one year. Um small guy coming from the Sean McVay tree. Um he has a relationship with um Quasi which is uh, the new general manager over there at Minnesota Vikings. They were both, you know, in San Francisco at the same time. Um, and also, I think they, they might have crossed paths in Cleveland. I might be wrong about that, but definitely was in, the, in San Fran together. So, you know, smart guy, former player. Um, so, you know, we'll see. You know, I think Vikings have a, a great situation over there. I think, um, especially on the offensive side of the ball, you know, you got Kirk Cousins. Um D Cook, and then on the outside, you got Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen. So, uh, you know, offensively, I think he's good. And even defensive side of the ball, you got some guys um, that can make some plays. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see. But obviously, uh, Harbaugh said he's going back to Michigan. Um, reports say that he thought, you know, he was going in here to, to sign the deal. He thought the deal was already done. 
Um, but you know, Viking said, nah, brother, we gotta we gotta do this interview. This is an interview, man. We gotta make sure you're the right dude for it, make sure we're aligned, we're on the same page. Um, and obviously some some somewhere along the line, those those uh lines got crossed, so he's headed back to Michigan to do what he's been doing. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Holla at my man D Buck, man. Make sure he alright. AB, what do you think of the Giants organization? Um, man, it was um, it was just one year for me. Um, it was only one year. Uh, you know, I, I'm a type of, I'm a type of guy that, when I'm speaking on organizations, obviously, you know, my my time in Indy, that was um uh, my longest tenure on a, on a, on a franchise on a team. So I was able to see that for a long period of time just how that organization was ran from top to bottom, right? Um, and A-plus, right? A-plus. And, you know, other other organizations, they do things differently, right? And it's not one way, one right way. You know, you have to do it this way to be successful. Obviously, you know, Giants is one of your story franchises. And, you know, I can't say anything bad about anybody in that organization personally. Um, so uh, as an organization, obviously, as a team, they got to get better. Um, they got to make some changes, you know, and they have. But uh, as, as an organization, man, I can't speak negative about anybody, but obviously some things that need to change. But that's just the landscape as a whole across the NFL. And we're kind of seeing that now. Um, and I think, you know, as as this um, as this continues with, you know, Brown Flores um, with Hugh Jackson, I think um, more brothers are going to come out and start speaking out. But what we need, and as always, and we talk about this just in the, when we talk about race, we need our counterparts to come out and do the same thing, right? So if you heard somebody say, hey, we're not going to do this X, Y, and Z because of the color of their skin, we need our counterparts to come out and, and got to band together. Because, again, we talk about the NFL and we talk about it's about the shield, right? It's about the shield. It's about um, protecting this game. But all the shit that's coming out, that's your, that's a negative light on the game, regardless of what what the color of your skin is. So if we all about protecting the shield as we say we are, we need to you know get down to the to the to the nitty gritty and get down into this shit to really find out you know how we can make this a better place or not not even better place but a you know a better league. Um, D Bus said uh, D Bus said he gonna jump on on his on his phone, <clears throat> but. A lot of a lot of a lot of stuff. And I'm and honestly, man, I'm interested to see. And I need and I want Brown Flores to take it, take it all the way. Like, don't take no, don't opt out. Don't take no, you know, no, no hush money. Like, if we're gonna take it, let's take it all the way and let's really get some transparency on, on everything, right? So, you know, we always talk about no tanking, right? So obviously that is something that's real out there in the NFL. Um, for me, it's it's tough to imagine how you can go out there and lose games because at the end of the day, as a coach, um, because you as a coach, you can never go in there and tell a team that, yo, we're gonna go out here and we're gonna lose this game on purpose. So as an owner, to go to a coach and say, Hey, I need you to lose the game. I don't know how you can do that. Like, yeah, you can call some plays. Now, obviously, the game is tough and, you, you know, tight and you 
making some bad calls here and there. But, you know, guys, we still going out there fighting for a livelihood. So we still going to go out there and play our butts off. So, I mean, that's that's tough to imagine. Um, like, oh, like all of this, that's that's like I'm hearing this. I'm a hundred thousand like that's <laughs> and then you know my man Hugh I guess Hugh he took the <laughs> he took the bread like well alright and so you know it's 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 a lot and I and I'm I'm waiting for D Butt to get in so we can really have a, a back and forth and I got some questions too just on like some real like on some real like some real stuff like on the on Brown Flores like I'm you know I'm happy that what he's doing he's bring he's trying to bring uh, a light to us, but I got a real question, like, you know, and I ain't gonna really get into it now because I want to hear you you guys' comments as well. Um uh-oh. Uh-oh, we're gonna try my man D Buck. What's happening, man? What's what's going on? You 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 good over there? Man, no, man, no, hell no. Nah, hey, y'all, y'all, um, no, y'all pray for my man D Butt over there, man. D Butt, D Butt finally got in here. Oh, I situate this camera, man. Let me put this joint on landscape. Come on, man. You gotta get my camera angle right, huh? Pause. Oh, shit. I messed something up already. What's going on, though, man? Yeah. Man, you know, I was trying to wait for you to um to get in nah, here. You nah, know, you can't wait for me, man. The show goes on. One monkey don't stop this show. <laughs> exactly, but like I said, we was waiting for you to get in here because I ain't want to have to go back and repeat everything that I I said. But you know, we um we jumped on. We talked about you know preliminary, just some Black History Black History Month stuff, man. You know, Jack Johnson, Negro Leagues, all that good stuff. Um, just started talking about. You know this Brian Flores situation out there, and um, in Miami, um, the allegations that he's making that um, you know Stephen Ross, you know, paid him hundred thousand um for every game that they would lose for them to tank, and you know I was just kind of talking about you know it's, as a <clears throat> as a player it's kind of tough to 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 go out and say hey I'm gonna lose this game just because yeah. you know a, a, as a coach you know you can make a you can make a bad call here there decision but you know you got your guys still going out there they still going to play hard and as a coach you can never go into a meet room and say hey we're going to lose this game on purpose or whatever the case may be so so i i i i don't get that part um and what i was saying right before you you came on it was like i have a real question right so i'm glad brian flores um came out and said what he said he'll probably never coach another down another game in his league right but for me when I heard it, it was like, okay, well, what was his main reasoning for coming out, right? Because he got fired, right? So mm -hmm. say he didn't get fired, and the you know Stephen Ross had um, come to him, you know, these two years and say, hey, I'm giving you this amount of money if you lose, you lose a game, and say they didn't fire him after this season. Would he have came yeah. out and said that? Hell no. Right. So, again, I I respect the fact that he did it. So is this coming from a place of, yo, I really want to get down to the to the nitty gritty? Or is it like, oh, I'm I'm, I'm you fired me and I don't think you it was right for you to fire me. So this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely a lot of that. Um, 
and I'm sure if he would have even if he would have got fired and then gotten one of these jobs, because we we all felt like he oh he was gonna get scooped up real quick. Like we didn't um you know we knew it was tension between him and the GM, and that was the reason that kind of came out um why he got fired in the first place because you start off the season you know one and seven you go eight and one down the stretch, then you get fired. A bunch of people expected. Of all these availabilities, he was going to fill one and fast because he got fired before a lot of the other coaches that were in the playoffs still working and whatnot. And then when he did it, and then he became only the finalist, I believe, just for the Texans and the um, Saints job. So he probably looked at the landscape and was kind of like, and then the Bills situation happened with the text messages. Yeah. And, you know, this is something that coaches uh, and, and players and people that cover the sport have been talking about you know, for years. I think the Rooney Rule went into place um, back in 2003, and people have been talking about it damn near since then, like sham interviews, you know, uh, teams just doing it because they have to. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think part of it is it happened, and it kind of all just worked out the way it did when having that type of smoking gun with the text messages, and then you, you uh, put that, uh, you combine that with the landscape of jobs that he would have potentially had available. He probably was like, you know, F it. And I'm sure he, he really feels like it's the right thing to do, you know, share some light on this. And um, and like he said, he, he he's probably sacrificing his coaching career, but he's saying, you know, he wants to do this, uh, you know, for the greater good, uh, for coaches that's coming after him and, and whatnot. So, you know, I got to take him to, to his word on that. But um, if, if he never gets fired, I don't think these allegations ever, ever see the, the light of day. Right. All right. So we agree on that part. We yeah, agree on that sure. part. So <clears throat> the text messages, right? So, <laughs> so I'm I'm trying to, you know, gather myself, right? So we we know Bill Belichick, right? Um, very smart, you mm -hmm. know. Um, so for him to have that, that that's pretty a, a a nice, you know, back and forth as far as text messages. I know if I if I send somebody a text that I didn't mean, I know the first time, once I press send, I'm going to look, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I ain't, you know, yo, my fault. You know what I mean? But it was a real, it was a dialogue between the two before he even found out that, hey, oh, shit. Flores, B. Flo actually helped him out. Like, yo, you coach. Hey, coach. <laughs> you yeah, texting yeah, Brian I, Dedemar or you texting Brian Flores? That's what I'm saying. So do you think that this was – an accidental text, you know, people saying that, you know, this was an accidental, but some people, folks, is like, nah, I'm trying to, you know, maybe give B Flow, you know, some no ammo, like, yo, this is what's going on. You know what? It, it, it could be, you know, Belichick, you know, kind of help, helping us out and give, hey, you know, on the low, the low nah, like, yo, this, because, this, this was up <laughs> right here. Because, I, you know, like you said, one of the smartest guys. And I, I've been around – my first year, I got drafted by the Patriots. And obviously, uh, Flores was an assistant at that time in the DB room and special teams as well. So I'm um, knowing both of these guys. But Belichick, you know, most people from the outside know, this is the most detailed person, uh, you know, I've been around in, in general. Not even just – when it comes to sports, just everything. He knows what's going on everywhere. Even when he didn't wasn't on social media and all these things, he knew what everybody was tweeting, what everybody was going on on face tag or whatever name he put on it. He knew what the hell was going on. So 
uh, for him to make this type, this kind of mistake. And like you said, we got they were on iPhone. At least that's what it looked like to me. You got a text thread, uh, but you know he, he he got his brains mixed up. It was two brains that and Brian Dayball. He worked with him as well in the past, so he's got a relationship with him there. Um, so it could have been a mistake, maybe. You know, he is a little, you know, he's an old head. Could have been a mistake, but I wouldn't put it past him, uh, past it being intentional as well. But, you know, he, he has some history with the Giants, too. You know, won a couple Super Bowls there. Um, I know his affinity for that place. I'm not sure his relationship with ownership and things like that. Obviously lost a couple Super Bowls to the Giants as well. But um, I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know, but it's it's funny that Belichick is in the middle of this. Uh, but you know, I'm glad this stuff is coming to light. This is something, like I said, this is something we we've always talked about. We've always known it was there, and now actually having the the hard evidence of hey, this guy already has the job, and and it, the word is kind of going around. And now you bringing me in the interview, you know, it, it, you know that that's that's not cool. But um, I hate to see it. I hate to see it go like this. But hey. Shout out to B Flow, man. He fell on the sword. Yeah, yeah. So another question, right? So, and this is like, <clears throat> this is about the shield, right? This is about the integrity of the game. Whereas, um, you know, it, it's, it's witnesses said that you know they were they were they yeah. were there and they heard you know the owner say say these things to B Flow, right? So how did then, that even happen? All right, that's. <laughs> And then, and then we go to Cleveland, you know, Hugh, like Hugh took the bag, you know what I'm saying? But he was like, yeah, they, you know, they, they were doing the same thing over on our end. So now when we talk about the integrity of the game, we talk about the shield, they always, they talk, they press the, they press the players about protecting the shield. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, um, if this comes out to be true, mm. I feel as though Ross, um, Ownership in Cleveland, they got to be out of there. You know, that's how I feel because sense. again, that, that makes sense. It, it makes, makes sense. a lot of sense. Like you, you talk about tanking. Like now, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you got people on the field. That's like this is their this is their livelihood. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? This is their livelihood. This is the way they you know put you know food on the on, on the table for their families. But if you in the background saying like look lose so. You know, we can get you know number one pick. I feel as though as a, as the NFL, you got to come together and say, look, like that's not that's not right for yeah. the game. That's not right for the for the for the for the shield. You got to get them out Once of there. Once again, though, this is something that we've known have has been going on. Now, this doesn't happen from the player standpoint. When the players are going out there, like we try. Hey man, last game of the season, you try to get into the offseason healthy. Maybe you try to get the free agency healthy. Yeah, you may take a pedal off the gas the last couple of weeks of the season, like or say, you know what, I'm I'm gonna get this surgery in week 14. We out the playoffs, this, that, and the third. I'm tapping out. Um, but we've seen, I know I've been a part of a team where it's like, all right, we, you know, we're gonna start getting this guy, this, you know, this draft picks a rep. We're gonna start getting this, and you know, like we're not putting our best teams out there to win games. And you can kind of see the writing on the wall, like upper management. They're trying to position themselves for the draft and, and to get a better pick and whatnot, especially if you in that, you know, top five. Top, that's the difference between getting Joe Burrow and Tua. So we we know this goes on. Now, from the player standpoint, it's not happening. Even from the coaching standpoint, I wouldn't think it would be happening because, like you said, you out there with pros. It ain't like you out there with just anybody. Like, 
you make you send in you sending in calls and play calls and like you know our antennas go go up like that don't even make sense. Why would we, you know, why would we be doing this? Why would we be calling this in this situation? Um, so players, coaches, but front office ownership level, the tanking shit been going on. This NBA, NFL, like this, you know, this been going on. Now once again, a smoking gun. I I, I couldn't even imagine actually. And then a hundred thousand dollars. I feel like that's a yeah, disrespectful yeah, amount. That's, you got yeah, somebody, that's gonna face. You got so many more than I need at least yeah. I have a ticket. So maybe I cut somebody else in. I can't find it, man. But now nah, I, I get we we know the tanking. We just the way you just spelled out that situation as far as like you know front office say hey we are gonna play this guy. But when you are talking about you know offering somebody some money to do X Y and Z, yeah. shit. Imagine. Somebody coming, to, somebody coming to a player say, "Look, I give you a hundred thousand if you trip and fall on a nine ball." Say, "Hey, D Buck, I give you a hundred thousand if you know, you know, somebody going on a nine ball, you accidentally trip over your feet, and it comes out that somebody offers you a hundred thousand. You banned from the league forever, forever. Pete Rose, and Pete forever. Rose was betting, he was betting on on himself to win and." Win. He still can't get in the hall. His hits all the time. So I feel you, but as we know, we can't hear you. I can't hear you. Oh. We lost the butt, but but again, you know, um, that that's kind of my take on it. It's like, you know, if, if if it was the other way around, and we talking about players, um, there'll be no question they'll be out of the league. Yo, you got me. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Oh man, what the hell? Yo, yo. No, you good. Yo, I, I hear your voice in like I hear your voice in slow motion. You hear me? You hear me, A1? I hear your just like, yo, you good. Tripping. You don't leave and come back. Boy, D butt over that joint struggling. I guess that 5G uh down somebody said it earlier, that 5G down there in Florida, I guess it's real. John J. Even if B flow through the games and got the number one put one number one pick, we cannot put it past Stephen Ross firing B flow and hiring a new head coach. He'll tell the media they need to go a different direction. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um Yeah, man, it's, 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 it, it'll be interesting to see, man, what goes on from here. Um, I know I want to see, I want to see what's going, what's going to happen with Stephen Ross, with the whole Brown Flores and um, Hugh Jackson. Sure, Hugh Jackson is not biting his tongue, so Hugh Jackson is definitely um, coming out and, and, and speaking his mind. Um, what's your, what, what's your opinion about? You know, they were supposed to have this meeting on the boat with this quarterback. You know, obviously we talk about the tamper, and I think it came out say that quarterback was um was Tom Brady. Um, 
Y'all put in the comments, man. What, what y'all thought? Was, was y'all, if you was the head coach, were you going on that boat? The meet <laughs> You said what? Did I hear that? Nah, it was supposedly, you know, we was talking about, you know, the tampering situation where, you know, I think it was Stephen Ross wanted Flores to meet him on the boat to, um, you know, talk with this quarterback. And oh, um, that's in the, I didn't see that part. I, I it was I was um we was on I was on Twitter and it was a couple couple guys and was talking about supposedly it was um it was Tom Brady that there was um was supposed to be me with on that boat. I'm like shit, I would have to take that meet. <laughs> facts. Big facts, big tamper, which we know tampering happened. All these all this shit happened. Happens, Everything yeah. that's talked about that people think happens, happens. Now, I always get to come and people think, you know, hey, people, you think people out there throwing games, you think people out there doing that. I I, I, just, I, I wouldn't say that. I can't see that happen. It's just too many variables that have to go on. Unless you got refs, um, maybe a quarterback, you know, maybe just because they had a pot, they touched the ball every, you know, play. Um, but And then, like you said, we speak so much about the shield, the shield, the shield. Like people feel more comfortable, ten times more comfortable taking, you know, some banned substances as opposed to gambling or trying to throw a game because that's a that's a death sentence. So um, I don't really see that happening. But all this other shit that's tampering and you know people, you know, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying in big business. Unfortunately, that's just how it is. And, and this is and you, before I got cut off the last time, you were we were talking about um the Browns ownership. And then Stephen Ross being, you know, exiled or forcing to have, you know, have to sell their team. So I don't necessarily see that happening. It should, especially with all the people that are legally betting on the sport now. Um, all the, like, just everything. It, it just completely uh, tarnishes the integrity. But we know those guys play by a different set of rules than the rest of us do. That's just what it is. So unless the good old boys club get together and say, hey, this, we got to sacrifice y'all. Um, that's the only way that this happens. And Stephen Ross, powerful dude, powerful dude. Um, so I, I, you know, I don't see it happening. Yeah, we'll see. D-Buzz say we'll see. see. It but you, you think it's gonna happen? You thought you thought uh, Schefter was gonna get uh, demoted. <laughs> Our next partner has a product that I literally use every day. Started taking Athletic Greens. Really because I wanted to start feeling like that dude again. Been off the field for a few years and don't have the same time, you know, to work out and, and, and do all the things that it takes for better gut health and to get more energy. I uh, wanted to optimize my immune system. I hate taking pills, vitamins, and I needed a supplement that tastes great as well. I throw it right in my smoothie um, in the morning. And I know you're asking, what is this stuff? One scoop, like I said, in my smoothie of Athletic Greens. I'm absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, focus, recovery, and aging. All the things, literally. So, uh, I mean, those that's the reason I use it. My co-host started using it first. He put me on. Uh, I mean, it has over 7,000 five-star reviews. A lot of those, I'm sure, from professional athletes. It costs you less than $3 a day. And if you're investing in your health, it's more than worth it. All right, we're going to make it real easy on you. Athletic Greens. 
Okay, listen closely. It's going to give you a one-year free supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash man-to-man. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash man-to-man. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup, water every day. That's it. No need for a bunch of different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Do yourself a favor. Go get these greens, baby. I guess, I mean, I just, I'm just on the account of, you know, hold me accountable. Shit. I, like I said, I know they play by different rules. Yeah, but, yeah that stops um, with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that does stop with us. You're right about that, DB. Um, <laughs> that's, that's unfortunate. Like that, that's definitely gonna be a story that's gonna be um that's gonna be going around for 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 a while. So we definitely gonna keep our ears tuned yeah. in, man. Um, on another note, talking about Shafter, um, Tom Brady <laughs> came out and officially, officially retired. Um, yeah. so D Butt, you kind of hit it on the head. Said, Nah, I think he's I think he's done. Uh, you know, I said shit. But you thought he was gonna have that, have that, that spite year. That spite, you know what I'm saying? And, and come back for another one. And I think we you know we talked about it one time before. But um Yeah, I mean, you know, it, like I said, I thought he was done and this was the type of this is the way that he would go out. Obviously, anything outside of you would expect you go out in the top winning the Super Bowl. Uh, but he, he lost lost in the playoffs, and, you know, a lot of question marks with that Tampa team coming back next year. He has all the statistical number ones across the board, yards, touchdowns, all that stuff, obviously championship playoff wins, all those things. So he, I, I feel like he, he, you know, he should feel comfortable at this point walking away from the game. Family, you know, kids getting older. Uh, dude, 44 years old, like Gordo 45, and to still have an MVP-type year. Uh, he did it the right way. He, you know, he got it. He got it out out the mud. And I know a lot of people, some haters, will say, you know, he was caught in this or that. Um, but as players, as competitors, you know, been his teammate for a couple of years. I saw the work that he put in, um, and I think he was a, a you know a great ambas- ambassador for the league as well. And they already coming after him with them checks as far as TV and stuff. So uh, he'll be able to do whatever he want to do. But um, I wish. I really wish, and I know the business is the business, but I wish guys, Brady, you know, Luck. Uh, I mean, I wish just just players in general would have the opportunity to announce their own retirement in whatever fashion they see fit. Um, I understand the insider game and breaking the news and being first, and that's why Schefter is who he is. That's why we follow him for the Shefty bombs, but I just feel like it's the time and the place for certain things. But, you know, it's him doing his job. And uh, but I feel like he ruined that because we already saw it. Because one thing about Shefty, motherfucker be right. <laughs> I don't like how he, we may not like how he gets the stuff, but more more times than not, he's right. So um, but shout out to Tom man on a great career, great competitor, and I'm sure a lot of people are happy that he's finally out of it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. sure. Did you see coach tweet? <laughs> Yeah, I did. I did. That's that. Shit, ten Super Bowls, seven rings, 
10 appearances in the Super Bowl, seven rings, man. That's um definitely gold status, man. So like you, you think said, we ever see it again? No. <laughs> <laughs> What you, what you, 10, 10 Super Bowls? That's crazy, bro. That, that's like, in the Super Bowl, seven rings? Nah, we're not going to see that. That's some 1960s Boston Celtics type shit. You got to think yeah. about it. Like, it's just like the whole structure of the teams is different. Like, you giving a quarterback, yeah. like, if you, if a quarterback not damn near in the playoffs his first three seasons, now you kind of you kind of writing them off. You trying to get them out of there. So um, it's yeah, it's, yeah. It, you want to have that type of patience, or yeah, you don't got that type of yeah. patience. The, the way the teams are structured now, um, you got to think out there in New England. You might not have the best um, talent or you know big time names on the offensive side of the or, or the ball, but you know collectively as a team, it was just structured in a way you know, and that's why everybody talk about Bill could you know. Let a let let somebody walk, but you know yeah. whoever coming in the next year, you know it was it was like a it was a, a smooth running oil machine. You know what I mean? Yeah. So kind of different now, I think. You know, with, with guys, you know, going to get that money, free agency, and things of that nature. I think it's just a little different. So now nah, I don't think we see that again, D. But wish your team could find some next level talent when your business needs someone with the right skills fast. You need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is it makes hiring easy, all in one place. For example, the assessments. Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking all the way to coding. Start hiring now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. And, and at some point, we're going to have a, a debate about uh, greatest athlete. Um, yeah, we're going to have that. I already saw some people talking about it and putting together Mount Rushmore, which is definitely impossible to do. Like greatest football you know, player. And I know we think when you hear athlete, you know, obviously you think running fast, jumping high, you know, explosion change of direction, things like that. Um, but, I mean, being an athlete, that's, that's playing your sport. Even Michael Phelps, he, he just swim. But, you know, you same boat. He just runs in a straight line. But, I mean, they do it at the I wouldn't put Tiger him as Woods. He played golf. Greatest athlete. I'm thinking. Uh, I mean, hey, like when you when you say greatest athlete, you know, for you, something can come to mind. For me, it could be something different. That's what why. Comes, I, what, what comes to mind when you hear when the greatest athlete debate? What's an athlete like? What when you talk about? Oh, he's an athlete right there. Or she's an athlete right there. Like that means they're playing, like they're playing a sport. You that, said what? Me, that's what I playing a sport. <clears throat> playing a sport. Well, uh, okay. I, I guess you you can say that. I, I I might be thinking like, oh, that person is athletic. You know what I mean? So that, yeah. that's that. That's two. That could be two different that's things. A whole different conversation. Yeah, uh, that's, a whole, that's that's a that's a different. Um, but greatest athlete, 
man. That's that's I mean that's tough. For sure. You go we gotta get your, we gotta get we gotta get your great we got all right now we we here now. We gotta get your Mount Rushmore, man. How many I get? Four. Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore, greatest. I want to see it in the chat. Well, I can't see the chat, but throw y'all's in the chat too. Um, greatest, my top four. Since I, I'm gonna go Serena, Serena Williams, I'm gonna go Braun, I'm gonna go, Tom, I'm gonna go Serena Williams, I'm, I'm gonna go LeBron, I'm gonna go Tom Brady, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna put a caveat on mine. It, it's gonna. It, I'm gonna have some recency bias in mine, just because if I didn't watch, like if I didn't watch, you know, I can't put, I can't put Wilt or Kareem, you know, on my on my when they probably deserve it, but I just didn't see him. So it'd be people that I watch. <clears throat> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Dion, Serena, oh. Tom. And LeBron. It's gonna be tough. You're gonna leave. You're gonna leave at least three. There's at least three of mine. I'm 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 gonna go prime, you know, the way he did it on the you know bait on the diamond, you know, um football, and you know, he you know was a top Serena Williams man, like just what she did um on the tennis floor, just in and and still doing Bron, you know, I just I'm a Braun fan. I'm put him, put him. I'm gonna put him up there, um, and 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 Tom. You know, for him to be in ten Super Bowls, um, seven, ten, yeah, being ten Super Bowls, win seven. Um, more than any other franchise, right? More than any other franchise, and then you, you did it. For, you did it for twenty plus years in a, in in the the most brutal sport there is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think I think it's hands down for well for some people and maybe not, but for me, hands down, he'll be the best team sport athlete for sure, Tom Brady. And, but Brady, so mine, uh <clears throat> Michael Jordan, Tom Brady, um Simone Biles gotta be on there, you know, because she like she literally competing in, in like this stuff that she, can't even be graded properly because they don't know how the hell to even chart that shit yet. So Simone got to be on there. Um, man, Usain Bolt. This fourth one, um, MJ Brady, Simone. Shit. It's tough. Well, we need four. And Jay Brady, Simone. <laughs> you said MJ, Brady, Simone. You, you need one more. I know, man. I know, I know. I'm going to leave somebody off, though. Um, I go prime, too. I go prime on them. Okay. We, we, got, we, got some, we got some meat 555, MJ, Brian, Deanna, Serena. No, um, you know what? I, I'm going to take Brian off. I'm going to take Brian. I mean, I'm, I'm going to take. Prime off. I'm gonna go LeBron, just because doing year he in year 19, still doing it. Ten finals appearances, came fresh out of high school and still to be one of the top probably five players right now at 37. Yeah, yeah. Um, a bunch of the records when he's done too. So yeah, Mike MJ, Ward. 
Oh, Ali, damn. Ali, yeah. Bo Jackson. Floyd, but, we ain't mentioned Floyd. That's tough. Yeah. You, you say, I mean, it's just, it's four, and it's a it's opinionated. It's your opinion, like you know, wow. you are gonna miss somebody. That's 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 yeah, what yeah. it is. Um, what George, else we got though? Man, let me see who else. Brady, Brady and George, Serena, Brady. <laughs> so, uh, we know we know where they from. Yeah, somebody said Jay Rice. Jerry definitely in the convo. Yeah, it's in, in the, the convo. convo. Like again, his his, his, his um. His body of work, you know, probably be unmatched as well. I think a lot of people, when they look at the receiver position, a lot of people will say, like, it'll go Randy Moss before. Yeah. So, I mean, right. again. But, uh, it's opinions, though. It's opinions. It's, you know? opinion. it's opinions. <laughs> um, another hot topic that came out, um, your new, <laughs> your new Washington commanders um you know when initially when it first came out you know and, and i'm still feeling this this way um like this is stank um <laughs> that's you know obviously yeah, it don't sound right you know not to me but uh hey i think in two three years we'll get used to it but uh what, what you what you think of the commanders man you know what i don't think I think Red Tails would have been fire. Um, but I, you know, it's hard to it's hard to come out with a new name. Like it, it just, it's just tough for anything to just sound good off the rip. You know, been known so long for for their, their previous name, and then even the football team had caught on. You know, I, I got used to calling the Washington football team. But uh, so anything yeah. when you when it first comes out, it's gonna sound stupid. Say something. Can't hear you. For sure. But yeah, like I said, man, them, them commanders, man. Um not 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 a goal for me. But again, like D Buck was just saying, like eventually, you know, I'm pretty sure the commanders will 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 you know we'll get used to saying the commanders. Um and you know, we will be on with on with life but uh we lost d-buck again d-buck struggling today in other news we uh tonight man we got the the pro bowl skill showdown um and right here we got the AFC roster. We got Mac Jones, Nick Chubb, Hunter Renfro, Tyreek Hill, Mark Andrews, Stephon Diggs, Denzel Ward, and Duran James. Um, and on the NFC side, we got Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins, AK, Justin Jefferson, Cam Jordan, Michael Parsons, Tr Trayvon Diggs, and Darius Slay. They got the Pro Bowl Skills Showdown back. Um I'm kind of interested um, to see this, man. Obviously, you know, you see guys going against one another, talking ish, um, being competitive. Um, obviously, the fans won't be out there being able to, you know, interact with the fans, man. But 
What you think about the Pro Bowl skill showdown tonight? You 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 happy they brought this back? Yeah, man. That those were I used to love watching those. And I remember watching the races. They had the races, the quarterbacks, longest throw. Um, I'm not sure exactly all the different games that they're gonna have, but I'm excited to see. You know, you get to see the best, the best athletes not only play football, but just do some athletic shit. And I think this would be more entertaining in the game is um uh, you know, game. You know, I think they should do more of this, less in the game. But I'm sure it's an honor for guys to go out there and play. Uh, but, you know, everybody trying to be safe, not get hurt in football. Sure. You know what I mean? You can't can't play football like that. No, nah, for sure. I know uh, when I played, man, my first year, it was – I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember uh, on the, well, the NFC, I think it was like Adrian Peterson on the NFC. <laughs> um so I'm like, and be out there half stepping. Yeah, not at all. You know what I'm saying? But probably Frank Gore. Man, so I'm like, I you gotta come with the A game. But uh, I know the last one, I was like, man, I play this. I play one series, one or two series, and then y'all can have that. Yeah, but like you said, it's, it's it's tough. It's tough. But yeah, it'll be. Uh, I think it'll be. I think it'll be fun. It's gonna be good. Good to get out there and see the best of the best do their thing. They announced the um. The, the players that's gonna be in it too, right? Yeah, yeah. I just um I just showed oh, that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think you were struggling with your um with your internet. So. Nah, man. Every every time I get a call, they kick me out the damn. Oh, kick you out. Oh, I put that thing airplane mode, man. I'm using the data right now. I can't even use my damn Wi-Fi. Hey, these man. folks. AT and T. Y'all are the worst. All right, Tone. Clip this up. Y'all are the absolute worst. I'm gonna make it my mission. Can't do hey, like that, but man, first it was now they change. Yeah, hey, my, 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 how the times have changed. I'm talking hey, about dude. every week I got an issue with AT&T with the internet. And mind yeah. you, I, you know, you try to go around it, you pay for the best internet. They got fiber wire, all this shit. Man, give me the yeah. dial up. Give me that AOL dial up from back in the day. Let me throw a CD in. Hey, no question, no question, man. And, and, and since we on it, man, we talking about the Pro Bowl. We um in Sin City in Vegas, man. Me and D Bub, man, we're gonna be in Vegas this weekend, man. We'll be yes, sir. um shoot Friday and Saturday, man. We'll be in the Blue Wild Pods uh studio, man, and we'll be shooting. Um, we're gonna have some Pro Bowl players um come in, uh shoot the shit with us, man. So excited about that. That should be fun um this That'll weekend. I ain't gonna have to deal with AT&T bullshit. Nah, no Be question. In, in studio. You know what I mean? What else we got? No, uh, did you talk about the uh WNBA? Nah, I didn't. I didn't. I haven't talked about the WNBA yet, but that was huge news. Um, money. Yeah, yeah. And I like it because it's um so raised by, you know, players. You know what I mean? For some players. That's um, night. Yep, yep. WNBA has announced a $75 million capital raise, the largest ever for a woman's sports property. It's the first time the WNBA has raised money from investors, each of whom will receive equity in the league. Proceeds will drive marketing, brand elevation, and future growth. Love to see it, man. I just saw yeah, something man. to say uh, the WNBA is now valued 
at uh, valuation, most recent valuation was a billion dollars. So WNBA now billion dollar um, league. So love to see that, man. Love to see. I think yesterday, yeah, yesterday was the second February second. I think it was women, girls, and women's in sports day or something like that. You know, they make up a new day every year. I feel like, but um, a lot of great women doing their thing in sports. We have Renee on here. Um, I actually be on her show on Monday, um, Montgomery and Co. podcast. So um, shout out to the WNBA, man, and all the women doing amazing things in sports. No doubt, no doubt. Live stream, man. Should we might live stream out from um from Vegas? We might make it happen. Might do it. It'll be it's probably earlier. Yeah, definitely be earlier. Side, probably eight later. Um, you have um the list of head coaches that have filled those vacancies. I know it's a bunch of teams. I think we it's have five. Um, I know we got um we got Matt out in um, Chicago. Yep. Um, and then in Denver, we got uh, what's my man name from um, Nathaniel Hackett. Hackett in um, in Denver, and then we had uh, who else we have? Um, somebody, I I just saw today that um Kevin O'Connell yeah, in the running for Minnesota. Yeah, it's pretty much from all the reports and accounts, he he's going to be the guy um in Minnesota. Yeah, uh, who else do we got? I feel like it, it's five it, spots. Yeah, it's just, more. Yeah. Um, shout out to your former DC, your former coach Alan Williams. He got the DC job up in Chicago with Ibra Flu. Chicago, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and then out there in Minnesota, um, like I said, Quasi and um, O'Connell, man, they uh, O'Connell, he was on the staff in San Fran. Um, also when I was out there, so they do have a relationship. Yeah, uh, they ball out there in New in, with the Giants. Yeah, um, right, Dave Ball. Yep. Yeah. Um, then it's got. I sent a screenshot in the uh, in the chat with me you and Tone. I just I can't look at it now because yeah. um, unfortunately I got a stream from my phone today. Thanks, AT and T. Uh yeah. So you got uh, we got for the Bears, Matt. How you say Matt name? Last name? Eberflus. Eberflus. Broncos. Nathaniel Hackett. Giants. Brown. Dave Ball. Raiders. Josh McDaniels, um, and then the Vikings. I'm not sure if it's official yet, but Kevin O'Connell. And you see, we got four teams remaining. We got the Dolphins, the Jaguars, the Saints, and the Texans. Um, so hopefully, man, we'll get some. We'll get uh, one of the brothers that's very well qualified. Um, you know, with one of those teams. Hopefully, you know, not sure what's going on with Byron Leftwich. Um, in the Jags, um, yeah. but but hopefully you know we'll we'll, we'll see something. Yeah, I say Jags probably probably would be the best the best out of those right now. Maybe the Dolphins, but I mean who knows what the hell's gonna come of of this investigation yeah. and all that. So you're gonna take a head coach job and you know be in the middle of that. But you still come to Miami, and uh, you got I like Tua. You know Tua is a good quarterback. You got a good defense. Um, you just waddles a good young piece, Gasecki. You got some good pieces there. So, from the football standpoint of things, um, I think that's still a good job. Jacksonville got a young quarterback still. Yet to see what Trevor Lawrence is going to be in this league, but some pieces there as well. Got a lot of money to spend. Um, so we'll see. Saints ah got some cap issues. 
no quarterback. And then the Texans, still a shit show. That's the one I would stay away from. Man. Whew. But we're going to see. We're going to see, man. We got, um, you know, a lot of interesting stuff, man. Like you said, four teams. We got five, uh, you know, head coaches filled, four left. We shall see. What else we got? Yep. All right. We got the the Winter Olympics start tonight. You went to the Winter Olympics? You you went to the Winter Olympics? Absolutely not. Not a, uh, I'm a, I'm a summer Olympics guy. Give me the sprints. <laughs> no, no give doubt. me the sprints, the basketball, basketball, summer Olympics, boy, right? Yeah, give me, yeah. Give me, give me that stuff. It is cool um, to see some of that skiing stuff now that I've gotten the slope. Brad Richardson, man. D Butt. Hey, no news, Brad. No, no news coming, no news to, to report. Um, you know, uh, I went on Pat's show yesterday and spoke a little bit more in depth, obviously, with the Brian Flores news coming out. That was something I had kind of uh, briefly spoke on before about, um, you know, why I know a lot of coaches in my position are kind of discouraged to even get into it. And now you see more of it coming to the light. And I uh, went a little more in depth about it, too, especially when you're getting the former players. And I had some some pushback on Twitter, too, if people felt like, because what I said was I would be essentially punished from, you know, for going to the league out of college as opposed to going straight into coaching or, you know, going to get a quality control job or whatever GA job or something when I'm 22 and let's say do that for three, four years and then work my way up, you know, pay my dues. You know, I was playing until I was 32. So now I leave the game and I feel still qualified for coaching. And Tyron Matthew came out yesterday and was like, man, I could coach a DB room tomorrow if you know if need be and i felt the same way when i left the game just like kellen moore who's up for head coach jobs now day he retired next day he was the quarterback coach for the dallas cowboys so uh and some people felt like oh you know you shouldn't be able to skip the line or play the dudes but that, that's, that's, hey, my dude. yeah that, it's no there are no better dudes to be paid than than uh that and uh, even if like, I come from somewhat of a military family, a lot of people in my family been in the military, served, and when they leave, they get the leg up on certain jobs, certain government jobs because of their experience. Um, and even entering the military, if you go and get a four year degree, you enter the military at a higher rank than if you don't. So, I mean, that, I would think that would be common sense, but it's not. But, you know, if the right opportunity becomes available, it happens. If not, you know, it's still going to be a win-win for me and a win-win for the listeners and watchers out there. So um, it'll work out either way. No, it was funny, man. I was um, I was out there at the Senior Bowl earlier this week, man, and just sitting down and just talking with, you know, you know, it was different. It was coaches, you know, front office people just sitting down talking and uh, even talking to some coaches, man, and it's, and it's real. And even, even scouts, man, it's just a, it's everybody feels as though they – in some form or fashion, you know, getting the short end of the stick. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's mm-hmm. just funny to hear that, but just definitely like to piggyback on what you said, just as far as players um, wanting to get into coaching and just feel like, yo, I'm not, you know, I, I played X amount of years. I've been playing this game for so long. I played in the league uh, for for nine years, say. Mm-hmm. Uh, why am I about to, 
come in and sit in his room as a coaching assistant where I've have the I had the on the field training, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I can, you know, like you said, you I think one of the most important things about being a coach is being able to um articulate your message, right? Being able to 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 give your players that message where they can understand, where everybody in the room can understand. Um and it, it makes no sense for like you said, for you to play nine years, you want to coach, and now you got to go back yeah. and you got to be in the print room and printing the papers and holding up the cards <laughs> and running the scout team. Like, you know what I mean? like, it, is, it is it is nothing wrong with that. You know, some people got to go that route, and, and and I understand that. And and every and we talked about this too. Every player, I don't think, can coach. No, not at all. The, the you know the coaches know that the the front office people should know that, and you should be able to you know have references and make calls and know who you're dealing with. And in the interview process as well, like, hey, how you, how, what's your plan on, you know, teaching coverages or drills or what do you want to implement and things like that. So you can figure it out and weed through the, you know, the players, foreign players who can and can't coach. I feel like that should be relatively easy. I could probably make four calls and have a good idea that, um, but, I mean, it, yeah, it, it's, it's certain things that at 30, I'll be 36 in March. You know, we got a family. And even if I started, I say 30, it's a certain thing. You know, you can't, like, for some people, cool. You know, do what you do. But uh, for me, that, that just wouldn't fit uh, my situation. But, you know, we, we, we'll see how it goes. Um, we'll see how it goes. Man, I tip my hat off to you, bro, because I can't do it. Hey, I said that as well. But, um, you know, I, I'll be up for the challenge once again if the right situation uh, you know, presented itself to where I would feel like, honestly, I would be getting what I'm putting into it. I would be feel like I'm getting a, getting that back in return and getting a fair shot to, uh, you know, progress and move up that ladder. Mm-hmm. Couple <clears throat> questions for you though. Um, GI Joe coming to the league, knowing a gang coming into the league. Oh, good question. Yeah, coming in the league, man, and I had some great, I had some great coaches. I was fortunate in my life to have some great coaches. Even back in high school, God rest his soul, um, Calvin Jackson uh, played safety for the Dolphins, and he was one of my coaches in high school. Uh, he's my defensive coordinator. Um, and then I went to college, had Randy Essel, had um, Todd Orlando, which was. You know, one of the best coaches I've ever had. Then, you know, going to the league, Scott Lagos, we're going to lead Bill Belichick, Chuck Bagana, all these different guys, great influences. But getting into the NFL, I don't know about you, how you felt, but I thought I knew. I thought I knew football, but like it was, it was like I was back in first grade again when it came to actually knowing the game. Because as an athlete, you can get away with so much along the way, high school, college. Like more times than not, you're gonna be the best player on the field. Um, you can get away with a lot, but in that NF, everybody's that good. The quarterbacks are that good. The receivers, the coaches are that good. So you have to be. And Sean Springs was one of the guys early on in my career. He was a 13 year vet, and we were teammates. And I was a rookie, and he, I watched film. He showed me how to watch film. He was showing me formations and how he, at the point he was in his career, he was game planning against coordinators. Like, he wasn't really necessarily game playing against players and quarterback. Hey, I know this guy's from the North Turner tree. What type of route, what type of splits, what type of this, what type of that? So um, it took me, I would probably say, 
to like year probably five, six until I really felt like, okay, I really understand NFL football. And, and you never stop learning, like ever. You know, from the last day I was in that meet room. And even now I still learn things. But, um, yeah, that, that's something you never – that's like any anything that you do at a high level. You never – you should at least never stop learning. Show up every day with that beginner's mentality. And, um, you know, that's that's the way you keep building on that. How, what about you, though? When did you feel like – you had some great – obviously some great coaches as well, but how did you feel yeah. as far as your understanding of the game coming into the league and then what year in the league did you feel like you really had a good grasp on things? Yeah, like you said, um, shoot, to my my last year in the league, I was still learning stuff. Obviously, you, you, you – meet different coaches and you have different coaches that have um that teach different things that you can kind of implement um into your game you know when i was in college i had a a 14 year old a 14 year um nfl vet db ron bolton so you know he was teaching he was teaching me a lot of stuff you know what i mean um t-step like i had never heard of the t-step before and when i came to the league that's what they was teaching so i'm like well damn all right but even with that, you know, he he really sat down with me and, you know, obviously it was on a, a lower level. But how how to watch film, what to look for, um, mm -hmm. formations and things of that nature. But obviously, when you get to that league, it's just on a uh, enhanced level. So uh, I would say probably year, probably like year four for me. Probably like, you know, year four, year five was when I was like. You know, it was no longer about my playbook. It was all about the, the opposing team, you know what I mean? Yeah. And really understanding um situational football, as we always talk about um on, on, on this show, like what's situational football, what are they trying to do? What why what's the weakness of our defense? What are they trying yeah. to attack? Um, why is this player not in his normal position? Um, my my antenna should go up. Um, just so just different different things and just really understanding like you know every human has tendencies so if you can find that one human on the football field that's that's yeah. really showing you their tendencies that like you can get an upper hand so it was just a lot of little things like you said the ogs we used to used to say like hey man like that receiver right there he he might not even know it like he always grabs his gloves on a pass mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's just something that you know, it's just human nature that we just we just do. So those type of things, I would say, year four, year five is when it just started clicking to to, to teach me and tell me like, look, start looking for these little things. Yeah, and and, I, and you got to put that time in on your own too, because there are players who just you know they show up to meetings and you're good enough, you're athletic enough to get by, and you and you do that. But it, it's and the more you learn the game, it's funny. The more the game slows down, unfortunately for a lot of us the more you slow down. So it's like you get to – a lot of people get to a certain – you played 14 years, I played nine at, de, at the defensive back position. That's forever. You know, most guys out there in a few years, you know, you try to get younger and faster at that position all the time. But, like, you you go back and you look, let's say you're 28, you're like, damn, if I knew this shit when I was 21. Oh, my God. I would have been a Hall of Famer. You know, if I could just understand splits or – field position or you know how certain you know just all these different things at the different positions but like i said that's why these quarterbacks man because brady like his mind like he's 45 he was like a coach on the field so if he, he still had that ability where he can make these throws and make these reads like there's nothing you can show that dude as a player as a coach that he hasn't seen you know 20 times over so um 
that, that, that's kind of <laughs> when, when that game slow down. Unfortunately, that body slowing down with it. Two things, right? You just mentioned Tom Brady, so I'm you know remember uh, seeing a clip. I think it was this year when uh, it was a play action. And uh, it was Fournette, oh, and he yeah. was play action. When he was giving the play action, he was telling me it was cover two. Like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so, wow. like you said, like, he already knew what it was. And just even for me, my last year, I remember um, in New York, um, I remember it was at one It was one time of the season. Um, both of my corners were uh, rookies. My nickel was a rookie, and my safety that was playing beside me was a rookie, right? So, I'm yeah, fortunate. So you were the DB coach. DB coach, right, on the field, right? So in my yeah. mind, it's like I'm telling them, like, oh, you know, you can look for this, you can look for that. But in my mind, it was like, yo, I know this is coming, but then my legs weren't moving like my mind was moving, right? So I'm like, I'm like, damn, right, it, it's probably it's probably the end of time out here, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it was you said, like, to your point, it's like if, if I knew what I knew when I, say, when I was 20, 24 years old, 25 years old, and just instead of be like, yo, I'm gonna go out here. I know where I need to be at, and I'm gonna play off instinct. But if I was able to put everything together, man. Yeah, and and it, and that's the thing because you know you were good. You were starting. You playing a lot of ball. You, you know you hit great. You get paid. So as a player, you know you're doing the right things. You know what I mean. So it's not like, but to go that extra to to and then to know who to ask. Or to even ask in the first place. So I would, you know, my advice to younger players would be, you know, just ask and show up with that beginner's mentality every day. Ask some old heads, like, hey, how you watching? Like, how you, what's your first, second down? Like, what does that breakdown look like for you at home? Like, what do you do third down? You know, you always have some input with the coaches. What, like, what, you know, where does that come from? And take notes and learn because the it's a game. It's a short window. You got to play. And, um, you know, so the, the more years, the more games you can squeak out. It could be a contract year and you say, hey, I just want to – between the ears at this point. You take care of your body. You do that stuff. Your body going to do what it's going to do. But your mind, the more things as a DB especially that you can eliminate before the snap, all right, he's right there. He's not running that route, that route, or that route. And with the, if this tight end again, they probably not running. So yeah. – what am I getting? I'm either going to get this, this, or this. So now yeah. you can eliminate that. And then by the time he makes his release, one or two of those things are probably eliminated. And that's when you drive and make that play kind of like Jesse Bates on that interception he made first play of that Tennessee Titans game. Like that was a play that was made on Wednesday that week. His first, second down breakdown, he knew formation, play action, alignment. I'm gone. That's how you make those plays. So the younger you can get that stuff, when your body's still moving, how you yeah. want it to move, the better off you're gonna be, man. So um, and I would love to see more of that. And I'm sure you're a resource to guys. I'm definitely a resource to younger guys to reach out and, and, and talk ball. Cause it's you know, it ain't nothing to to have all the knowledge if you're not willing to share it. Yeah, and you and but the, the biggest thing, like, you know, it's not hard. It's not hard to sit down and study. Obviously, you gotta know how to do it. So that's Fact. what D was talking about. You know, you gotta get some you gotta get with somebody that can really show you how to to watch film a successful way but the biggest thing i see is that you got to be willing to put that time in if you're not got to if you're not willing to put that time in that you'll you'll never see the ceiling that what you could potentially get to if you always gonna just bank on hey i'm athletic i'm fast i'm big i'm strong but you're not trying to find the nuances of, of the game and, and learn the mm -hmm. nuances of the game 
and then you'll never hit that ceiling. And shoot, when you're done and you retire, you're like, damn, I wish I would have done so and so. I wish I would have did this. So again, man, um, I think you kind of hit all the points on the head, man, for all the young guys. Shit, the time is now. Cause I, it, it was a beautiful thing. One of my coaches in one of our meetings, he drew up a timeline. Like he threw, he drew up a line, and he just asked guys and coaches just go up to the to the to the to the whiteboard and mark where you think you at in your career, as far as like you Damn. think you if you in the beginning of your career, in the middle of your career, or the end of your career. You know, guys were just you know obviously the older guys was going. You know, yeah, further yeah. down the line, the younger guys at the beginning of the line or whatever the case may be. But the moral of the story was like, you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't you don't know where you at as a young guy. You coming in thinking, that, oh, I'm 22 years old. I'm at the beginning of my career. But the game we play, it could be you could be an injury away. It could be anything. So the time is now. Exactly. So, so the time is now. You got to be able to put the work in while you can. And again, don't be like us where it was like, well, damn, if I knew what I knew now at 24, then I would have been out there making all type of plays, man. Tap in with somebody now. It ain't got to be AB. It ain't got to be D. But, yeah, you know, yeah. you got old coaches. You got old heads that you play with, man. You just got to tap in with somebody and just, you know. And it's, it's, it's easier now than ever. It's easier now than ever. Not only can you reach out to people, but. You you got the iPads. You can take that. You could be on the shitter watching film for you know. Look, you could be on a flight. You could be here like back. I know back in your day for sure because when I first came in, you had to get DVDs. Man, you had to what? get stuff sent on. <laughs> now I could shoot a text to the video guy. Hey, can you send me all the cutups of you know uh, Matt Stafford, all his play action passes, you know, to the to the outside the numbers, like just yep. those. Just just send me those, and then. Just watch those. All right, send me the other stuff. And drop back, straight drop back, first and second down. And then in those films, you gonna, you maybe see some tendencies, either with the linemen, the receivers, the quarterback, something. But it's easier now than ever. So there's no reason not to take full advantage of that, man. But, um, but yeah, man. We got anything else before we get up out of here? Any good questions? We got any mailbags? No mailbags. No mailbags today. Um... No, no, no questions. I know uh, Nakiba was talking about <laughs> touch on Eli Apple. <laughs> hey, Eli, um, the Super Bowl, man. Yeah, you can't. Hey, Eli, man. They say Eli. come on. <laughs> Zach said come up and catch up with Eli, man. Eli, he going to go out there and do his thing, man. For, man, my, talk- for, my, for my Cincinnati Bengals. For your Bengals, you go. How much trash talk is going on during the game? Shit. The whole game. Yeah, it depends. The some guys game. talking, some guys not. But it, I mean, right. it's definitely talk out there. But I was a trash talk guy. Yeah, you, yeah, you, you, you let your play do the talking. Yeah, I wasn't a trash talk guy. Um, shoot, man, that's, that's about it. Shoot Thursday, man. Yeah, have a good weekend. Like I said, we gonna we gonna keep y'all updated too. If we do go live while we out there in Vegas, man. If not, um, definitely have some 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 good content for you coming out definitely. of uh, out of Vegas. I think we might put some out on Saturday. Well, might put an episode out on Saturday from some of my Senior Bowl um interviews. So uh, y'all be on the lookout for that. What else you got, D Buck? That's it, man. Y'all go holler at Pat and the boys. There you go. 
Yeah, I'm about to get on the phone, cancel uh, AT&T. I'm waiting for my call back. <laughs> Told me 30, 38 minutes. They out of there, man. Damn. Damn, AT&T. They, they tricked it off, man. Enough is enough. So, y'all, hey, y'all let me know, too. Uh, tweet me something. Let me know y'all internet service provider, especially if y'all in the South Florida area. Let me know the best one to get. Because, I, you know, I can't deal with this no more, man. Can't do it. Can't win with it. Can't do it. Yeah. <laughs>